Special thanks to Dragon Army for sponsoring this podcast. From Susan G. Komen, this is Real Pink, a podcast exploring real stories, struggles, and triumphs related to breast cancer. We're taking the conversation from the doctor's office to your living room. My guest on the show today is Paula Schneider. Paula is the president and CEO of Susan G. Komen and is responsible for the strategic direction, day-to-day operation of Komen's research, community health, public policy advocacy, and global programs. Paula brings personal experience to Komen as a breast cancer survivor whose mother died of metastatic breast cancer. She is widely regarded as an expert in organizational management and finance and has served as the president and CEO of American Apparel, as well as other organizations. She is a featured speaker in Fortune's Most Powerful Women Summit in 2016. She was also named one of Los Angeles Business Journal's 500 Most Influential People and garnered the National Association of Women's Business Owners Inspiration Award in 2010. Paula, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. I know you've got quite the background, uh, but why don't you give us the high points of your bio from your perspective? Wow. Well, the highlights. <laughs> I've had a long career in actually in fashion. Okay. That was my, uh, my alma mater, but was being in, in running fashion companies over the last literally 30 years. And uh, during that time, I was running a, a rather big organization and I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Okay. So that was back in 2007. And I remember distinctly, I was running an organization that was in the midst of a, a big restructuring. And there was like, literally my doctor told me I had breast cancer. And then I said, okay, if I, can I have three weeks? If I have three weeks and don't go into treatment right away, will I die? And he said, no, but don't take any more than three weeks. And I said, okay. So I had to do the restructure on Monday and Tuesday of that week. Wednesday, I told my team I had cancer and Thursday I went into chemo. So that was probably the worst week of my life. (laughs) I don't even know how to respond to that. Like that is unbelievable uh, that, that, that that was your week. That's amazing. I think as history bears out, the restructure went pretty well, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a turnaround girl. Yeah. In my past organizations, it has always been to turn things around when they weren't going in the right direction. That's um, not the way for Coleman because this is a passion play for me. But, you know, in general, that was what my role was. So, wow. um, you know, not easy. And you try to be as fair and equitable as you can. But, you know, I, I didn't want to change things up that dramatically and not be there for it because, you know, I'd orchestrated it and had to do it in order to save jobs. Right. Wow. That's fantastic. And you've been at Komen for since 2017. Is that right? Yeah. It's going to be two years in October. Wow. And uh, it seems like everything's going amazing. You know, it's the most wonderful organization. And I think, you know, even surprising to me when I came in here was not knowing everything that we did. Right. Um, You know, because it's, it's a very um, vast organization as far as, the 360 degree help that we give to women with breast cancer or you know there's the there's the research side of it there's the health equity side of it there's the policy making side of it and each one of those has a a fan of things underneath them to prop them up so there's a lot going on here yeah and and it's a really really important organization yeah I, i have to confess in hosting this show and being able to interview just so many people i'm continuously blown away by how much Komen is doing and how much impact Komen is making uh, just globally. Yeah, me too. Okay, so let's dive in just a little bit here. So as the CEO, Susan G. Komen, 
Uh Why do you think the focus on breast cancer is still so important? Well, you know, I have some people that actually walk up to me and say, you know, when we're having a conversation, uh, what do you do? And I say what I do. And they're like, oh, that's that's pretty much handled now, right? And I'm like, no, (laughs) no, it is not handled. You have 260,000 people that mostly women Mm -hmm. that are diagnosed every year. There's some men, men, of course, because men do get breast cancer. And then you know, and you have over 40,000 people that die every year. So not handled, not handled, not handled. Not at all. You know, we're working as hard as we can to manage and bring the numbers down, but not handled. And, and the five-year life expectancy has gone up pretty dramatically right. since, you know, we've been around for the last 36 years. But, you know, people die every year. And unfortunately, um, it's, you know, it's completely unacceptable to us. Mm, absolutely. I totally agree with you on that. And, and so we're about to kick off National Breast Cancer Awareness Month in October. Can you tell yep. me a little bit about what Komen's doing to reignite that sense of urgency behind the breast cancer cause? You know, breast cancer doesn't wait for October. October is a big month for us, but it's not necessarily, you know, just the pinnacle. It's, it's when we get to tell a better story. It's when the world looks to us to tell a story. But this goes on 12 months of the year. That's right. For October in and of itself, we have um, you know, a very robust campaign that is talking about the sense of urgency and trying to establish that there is a real sense of urgency and that you know, one in eight people will get, women will get breast cancer in their lifetime, which is crazy. Yeah. Plus, if you're in health disparities, African-American mm-hmm. women die 40% more than white women That's that right. are diagnosed with the same disease. Yeah. So, you know, we're telling the story, um, but, you know, I like it. I like the way we're approaching this because we actually are telling the stories. And these are human stories mm. because, you know, we can talk about statistics all day long. And those are just that. They're statistics. These are your mothers, your sisters, your daughters, you know, that, that are getting breast cancer. That's not statistics. They're people. That's right. So, and then, and then there's the co-survivors, which are all the people that have to take care of the people that are sick. You know, I was super lucky in my world that when I had breast cancer, you know, I have a, a husband and friends and, you know, everybody rallied and it was, you know, it's an, it's a very humbling experience, but an incredible experience that you, you know, allow people, especially if you're large and in charge to come and help you. So I think telling the human stories and the way that it affects not only the person that's going through breast cancer and that difficult journey, but also how difficult it is for the families. Yeah. You know, I, I have two daughters and, and both handled it very differently. One was going into seventh grade and one was going into high school, which are really sort of critical years to have your mom. Yeah. And, you know, and one wouldn't leave my side and one, you know, it was hard for her to be around me. Mm. So, you know, and it wasn't um, that they love me less. It's just that people have to deal with it. And, you know, it was very, very difficult on my husband. Yeah. So, you know, and you're going through it and you're watching this. And of course it breaks your heart because you don't want your mother to have to worry about you, you know? Yeah. I love that you focus in on the stories because that's one of the things that has been really encouraging to me in this process is, is listening and understanding people's stories and being just genuinely inspired by them. Like it's really yeah. amazing the, the way that a lot of these people have overcome uh, to accomplish and to do great things. I mean, your story alone is that, that one week was unbelievable, you know? Um, yeah. So yeah. it's really, really inspiring. I really appreciate the, the work that you're doing. So next question, can you describe some of the primary ways that Susan G. Komen is focusing both resources and funding on fighting breast cancer? Just give us that overview. 
Yeah, we have, we have our bold goal and our bold goal is our North star and our bold goal is to decrease deaths of breast cancer by 50% by 2026. You know, it's a, it's a very hefty bold goal, but you know, if that's not just words on the page and that is actually something that you are aspiring to do, then every one of our actions in our organization is aspiring and layering up to the bold goal. So we have two sides of that. One is the research um, side because nothing's going to cure cancer other than the research. Right. It's really looking at the, the cancers that kill, right? And so we've, we've sort of funneled our money uh, mostly now into metastatic breast cancer, trying to figure out ways to stop metastatic breast cancer from happening and trying to figure out ways to keep people that are living with metastatic breast cancer alive longer and healthier so that they can thrive. Because again, if you're, it's to decrease deaths, if that's your goal, then that's, that's a big part of it. On the flip side of that is uh, our community work, which is disparities in healthcare. Because if we can figure out ways to get people to the healthcare that exists today, our statisticians have told us in our scientific advisory board that we could decrease the deaths by about 30%. Wow. So it's big, it's hard, you know, because it's literally person by person by person. Mm -hmm. It's expensive, but, you know, it's important because if we can do that, and, you know, so we're, we have very robust initiatives around um, disparities in healthcare. And right now we have our African-American Health Equity Initiative, which is to help figure out what's happening in the 11 of the cities in the nation that are big cities that are, um, have the biggest disparate death rates between African-American women and white women. Wow. And so, you know, in some of these cities are L.A. and Dallas and um, Chicago, Memphis, Atlanta, our capital, D.C. You know, there's 11 cities that where the rate runs from, oh, let's say 45 to up to the 70s, 70 percent higher. Wow. And so, you know, we're trying to figure out, OK, what is causing that? Because it's not always the obvious. So we're doing landscape analysis, and then once we're done with the landscape analysis, we'll figure out what we're going to do to help. So it's, you know, when we're talking about this, we're not just talking about the bold goal. We're living it every single day. Mm, I love, and, and do me one favor. State the bold goal again one more time. I want to make sure I've got that. Okay. The bold goal is to decrease the deaths of breast cancer in the United States by 50% by 2026. I love that a lot to do. It's so clear, but it's, yeah, it's a lot to do. And it gives you that North Star, like you talked about, to know how to plow ahead. I love that. So uh, why is fighting breast cancer across all fronts important, Susan G. Cohen? You mentioned there's a lot of fronts, there's a lot of different things going on. Why is it important to attack it across all of them at, at the same time? Well, because it's not singular, right? There's so many facets that you have to consider. There is the health equities because it exists. There's the research that has to happen to figure out why metastatic cancer is happening and stop it. And there's also the public policy side. And that's a big, important side to Komen, you know, because there's, there's a lot to be said for women in pink with pitchforks that descend on the hill to talk about making sure that women's health care is first and foremost in lawmakers. That's great. I love that. And so last question on a, a little bit on the personal side. Uh -huh. What do you want your own personal legacy to be at Susan G. Komen? That I helped. That you helped. Yeah. I, what, I, what I would love to do is to achieve our bold goal and be here to see that out. We're going to work as hard as we can to make this happen. But, you know, my own personal legacy is that I want to make sure that my two daughters never have to deal with what I had to mm, deal with. I love that. 
I love yeah. that. That's great. That's, I really appreciate uh, you sharing that with us. And uh, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thank you. I, I really appreciate what you do. Well, thank you. Thanks for listening to Real Pink, a weekly podcast by Susan G. Komen. For more episodes, visit realpink.komen.org. And for more on breast cancer, visit komen.org. Make sure to check out at Susan G. Komen on social media. I'm your host, Adam. You can find me on Twitter at AJ Walker or on my blog, adamjwalker.com. Special thanks to Dragon Army for sponsoring this podcast. Because inspiring happiness is at the center of everything Dragon Army does, this full-service digital agency is dedicated to building remarkable products and experiences for its partners. Dragon Army's team of experts create powerful experiences that deepen emotional connections and amplify impact in the core areas of web, mobile, content, and branding. Whether you're a Fortune 500 or a small to medium-sized company, Dragon Army is able to support your business needs. To learn more about this purpose-driven digital agency, head to dragonarmy.com slash Komen. That's D-R-A-G-O-N-A-R-M-Y dot com slash Komen.